Semiconductors are the brains that power technology. And right now there is a shortage of those brains. And, and Josh, every morning we hear about more industries and more companies that are being impacted. Yeah, Becky, that's right. This is the most severe shortage of semiconductors in years. That's how analysts are describing this chip crunch to me. So companies feeling the pinch. GM announcing it's extending a temporary shutdown at plants due to the chip shortage and telling analysts on the morning call that the shortage could cost up to $2 billion this year. Sony says it can't produce enough new game consoles, again, citing that same issue. We live in a digital economy that is largely powered by semiconductor chips. They are the brains of nearly every electronic device we buy and use, from phones, laptops, Wi-Fi, medical equipment, military applications, and even our humble home fridges and toasters. So what happens when the chips are down? Well, the current shortage of chips worldwide is creating havoc in the manufacturing sector and the availability of products. So much so, the White House recently rushed to pass a bill to address this global concern. Tune in to part one of our semis discussion on how the semiconductor shortage got so bad and doesn't seem like this could be solved anytime soon. Which also means you might have to wait a bit longer to get a hold of the Xbox Ones and the PS5s. Welcome to THC, where we unpack the ever-changing technology economy. Hang out with Jed, Shikar, and Adrian as we tackle the industries of tomorrow. This is Things Have Changed. So we rewind to 2020. COVID-19 pillages the world. Okay? Jesus. A couple of, words, a couple of things happened, bro. A couple of things happened, right? We started talking about how our tastes changed, right? We started buying more food from home. We started spending a lot more time at home because of the COVID lockdowns, right? And people shifted their spending, their consumer spending, towards things that we can't do with other people which are things at home, you know? So we didn't go to concerts anymore. We didn't go to the movies. We stayed at home and Netflix and chilled. Adrian, probably a lot. And, you know, we had this new wave of buying technology, right? Stuff that can make your home comfortable to live in. Also in light of like working from home, right? We work from home, you get a new monitor and you're like, oh, it's another 80, 90 bucks to get a third monitor and to make it look like a stupid, ridiculous setup that you don't need. And all these standing desks that started selling on Amazon, they have like three new versions now of a standing desk, by the way. Um, And we started buying things that, you know, would keep us comfortable at home. So one important input that went into all this technology, right, that we are buying for the home, something that's super invisible to the consumer's eye, right, something that we don't really see, is semiconductors, right? If you've been paying attention to the news lately, actually, you know, you may have heard of the shortage in the semiconductor space, right? And if you're thinking about what actually has semiconductors, right? Smartphones, you know, you got it in your computers, your monitors, um, medical equipment, 
cars have increasingly yeah, amounts yeah. of um, semiconductors now? How many semiconductors are there in a car? Do you all know? I have no idea. It's probably like gajillions. I mean, you gajillions. <laughs> just, gajillions. Just to... That's what they wrote on Bloomberg, gajillions. <laughs> probably because like, just imagine the stuff you can do in a car right now. You have a screen in your car. You can use your car play. You can do lane assists, reverse camera, steering. Every action in a car right now involves some level of electronics, which is basically run by the chips. They used to be, steering used to be hydraulic. Now they're all like electronic. So you have the steering lane assist. The engine components are way more electronic now with sensors trying to read, regulate everything. Uh, it's just, yeah. It, in just five, 10 years, the amount of electronics that have gone into vehicles has probably five, 10 You have sensors in least. your tire, TPMS, tire, oh, yeah. tire pressure yeah, yeah. monitoring system. That was my project in, back in school, so. Yeah, Woo. you don't you don't just get those in the German cars anymore. Yeah, yeah. They uh, trickle down to the Toyotas. Yeah, I mean, and some cars have full self-driving capabilities where you don't have to do anything. It's just crazy how much semiconductors are in every piece of technology um, that we use today. You mentioned self-driving, right? You have LIDARs, you have cameras. Anything with a camera is electronic. Anything electronic has chips in it. So what in your life is electronic right now? Your lights, your Wi-Fi, your your 5G, your smart speakers, your toasters, your fridges have screen these days. So like your whole life revolves around an on and off switch. And right? we're not we're not using less chips. Yeah. Like GameStop <laughs> only up. <laughs> it's like GameStop, right? They produce more than a trillion of these a year, dude. Yeah. It literally runs the freaking world. All of this uh, demand goes beyond just the user, end user like us, you know, to create these devices and these products, factories and distribution centers are all going automation. They're all going digital. They're having robots run these factory lines to develop these new products that we're all using more and more. So it's, so yeah, it's it, basically the products that you use are electronic. Those electronic products are produced in a factory that is electronic. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so we had a scenario where, you know, for the longest demand and supply were matched like the companies manufacturing this these components knew what is expected that the next year so they matched how much they produced lo and behold there is a crazy once in a century event like the pandemic right covid-19 hits and suddenly on many fronts the demand just goes crazy right Everyone started working from home. What happens when you work from home? You're using electronics, obviously. Um, you're buying new monitors. You're buying new laptops. You're buying um, new new flat screen TVs. There was a run on that. Um, so chips kind of was like the, you know, people were freaking out about toilet paper. Chips actually saw that happen. The freak out actually happened there. You know, consumers just stocked on all these products. And... There was actually a lot of impact that that caused. So let's let's focus a bit on the industry. There's a lot of talk about the chip shortage, right? So what was the demand that led to the auto industry, for example, being impacted this this heavily? Yeah. So in in the midst of the whole pandemic and how everything shut down, you know, business had to keep going on. How are we going to keep the economy going? How are we going to keep the door open while Doors were closed. <laughs> Shops were closed down. Well, 
you, you know, we started to use Zoom. We started to work remotely on laptops, on desktops. And all of this traffic online created a, a huge demand and um, caused uh, cloud spending to hit new highs. I mean, nothing is run on just your laptop. Your laptop is running on the cloud. Uh, all of us use Google Drive. All of us are using the internet. Everything is outsourced into another server. All websites are using servers. And so the amount of demand and traffic that has gone on the cloud and the internet since the pandemic started has just just gone... Uh, Parabolic. Has increased. for the word? Parabolic. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, and I mean, you log onto your phone and you're checking your pictures. Your pictures are on iCloud, right? Or Google Drive. Then you go on Instagram to update your social life and that's on the cloud. Then you put your phone down for a second and you turn on the TV that's using chips, right? Your TV, your... Our, our cars are on yeah, the cloud yeah. now. <laughs> They're all yeah. talking to each other. <laughs> and then you stream Netflix and that's on the cloud too. So what is the cloud? The cloud is just a server somewhere in Utah or Nevada. Which is oh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> so it's not uh, flying cloud it's, with data no, in it? It's, no. What? Oh, I, I, it's not. I thought the cloud came to visit San Diego. It's been raining. That's lately. a bad joke. And we're cutting <laughs> yeah, that. that was, yeah, that was a yeah. white guy. Dad joke. Dad joke. <laughs> but uh, it's literally like a big, big piece of land where you have buildings with just hard drives and hard drives of server servers, right? So it's literally a building somewhere out in the midst of nowhere that is f that's fueling most of what we do. Like, for example, AWS went down, AWS 1-northeast-5 went down, and because of that, 1,000 people in Brooklyn didn't have access to Netflix, so it's so crazy that you have these servers all across the country and Europe and stuff, which are powering like small districts across the country. And all of this, again, needs chips. COVID-19 happens and everyone's online. So now everyone is like all the cloud providers are now spending heavily on revamping their equipment. And that's, I mean, that's, again, chips that they're buying and reducing the supply for the rest of the market. They're trying to meet demand, yeah. right? Everybody's trying to meet demand. And this push is just causing us to try to, to match up and try to speed up production. You know, some industries could try to match up to that demand and maybe some are successful, maybe some weren't. But one industry that wasn't successful was the auto industry, right? They weren't successful in meeting demand. You know, similar to industries who don't have a lot of control on their supply chain, the auto industry is, is one such case where they, they practice something called um, just-in-time production. Lean. Where Everything is lean. Lean, lean production. It's lean. I mean, with technology, right, arguably you can predict, you know, to some extent what will happen in the next few months for what demand will look like. Yeah. And then the deals are made in order to be able to service those uh, demands needed, right? So basically in, in you don't have extra stuff. You just don't have yeah. extra stuff just sitting in the warehouse. How much you right. build is how much you sell. I mean, that, that would be the most ideal world, right? You don't build anything that's, that's going to waste because you never know. A, a car goes out of style in a freaking year, right? So there's 2019 Toyotas and 2020 Toyotas. And, you know, all of that would have changed supply chains if they stopped production of 2019 Toyota. So 
it's just interesting to see because that kind of manufacturing tactic, right, lends itself to a risk of of demand pushes, right? Demand shocks, also supply shocks. But any types of shocks within the supply chain will significantly affect production with just-in-time manufacturing because it, it limits your ability to plan, right? And so all these deals you've made with these chip makers, with these um, these fabs to produce these products, right? Um, that's at risk because if everybody needs this product and you're vying for a small piece of it, like what is your command? You know, maybe this wasn't such an important topic in in some automakers' boardrooms, which maybe it should have been, right? And now we're kind of seeing that importance get highlighted even to the highest levels of the White House, right? The auto industry in particular got affected. Um, like you said, they're operating very lean. They're having to make sure that they create just enough to meet the demand. So we have the pandemic, shocks the world. No one's buying cars. You have car lots that are massive. You have them paying just to get rid of cars Dude, off the lots. crazy they're, story. They're sitting a friend still. of mine, uh, Honda CRV 2019 sitting in the lot in April the car lots knew it's going to be everything's going to be shut. They sold it to him for sixteen thousand dollars less. So instead of no it's real story, instead of thirty, he paid fourteen for a new twenty nineteen CRV. That was how crazy it was because they yeah. knew it would cost them more to have to deal with it. Storage, you know, we had the same issue with oil storage, you know, supply, having to get rid of it. So the car makers were trying to get rid of these cars. They're putting fat rebates on them. And so because of this, they cut down all of their expectations of needing semiconductors, which means their orders ahead were cut. And they, you know, what they had no certainty in what the pandemic was going to happen to their demand for cars. When was it going to rebound? All they were trying to do was deal with it at that moment in time. So with that, them cutting back, now we're going through the pandemic things are getting back to normal, people are starting to spend more and get back to purchasing new cars. You know, they've they've had a savings account, they've been saving up. So they're, they're thinking, you know, I can justify getting a new car now. But these car manufacturers with their orders initially, they can't keep up with the demand now, this bounce back that we're seeing in uh, car purchases. And so that's causing a big issue. You're having fires at these factories in Japan that have caused issues with uh, the development of these semiconductors. And they just can't keep up. GM is actually shutting down their factories now because they just don't have any chips to create cars with. It's it's got it's gone it's gone out of pocket. Yeah. And the thing about the auto industry is they don't make a whole lot of revenue for the chip makers. It is sizable; it's four percent, which probably amounts to a whole lot. But they are not the high priority customers for the chip chip manufacturers. Who are the high priority customers? Apple. Google, Amazon, IBM, and Microsoft. Right? Anybody with data centers, anybody with phones, you know, phones. product hardware that's just yeah. going out there like crazy. Yeah, anyone providing the servers, all of that. When the auto industry says production's down 40%, we don't need 40% of the stuff that you have manufactured for us. So you can take that off the table. What do the electronic manufacturers do? What does the Google Apple do? Like they're like, okay, we will take that and we're going to take all your capacity. So now that capacity is completely gone. It's been filled by someone other than the auto industry. 
And no one's going to say no to these guys, right? Who are the biggest companies right now? It's not Ford. It's not GM. It is, you know, your usual suspects. Fang, yeah. There's also some geopolitical issues, you know, the trade wars, which we'll cover in our future episode, where, you know, there was a lot of stockpiling of chips um, uh, that was an unintended consequence of the trade war, which further worsened the situation for the auto industry. But let's just focus on what happened when suddenly demand sprung back. So people are stuck at home and they're like, okay, I need to get out. I don't want to use public transportation. I need a car. They go out. There are no cars. I mean, there are old cars, but suddenly demand for cars just springs back, right? And now the auto industry are in such a hard spot because they have just told the chip companies, I don't need your chips, 40% cut. And suddenly they need everything. They need any possible chip that they can get a hold of. Yeah. I mean, can you blame them? They they were in a tough position. They were risk managing as much as they could, cutting down their spending because they just weren't getting any revenue. But now they're not going to create a million cars because of the chip shortage. That means a million cars less, new cars on the lots. Although that that Wild. you know, that makes sense as as the next step. It's still also like supply chain risks are have always been out there in the very beginning like when we talked about what's the effect that COVID-19 will have well if plants started closing in China and and those plants in China were, were the ones producing whatever raw materials we needed into our products like we knew there was going to be some sort of supply run right so I guess like one of the things that they could have paid attention to was securing their supply chains some auto auto manufacturers are are in better places than others in terms of securing their supply chains and making sure that if ever there was a pushback which was expected once this you know pandemic went away they could service the amount of demand that was going to come back yeah uh, you make a good point because um we see a lot there's just stark headlines for the US auto sector um due to the chip shortage you know for GM cutting so many jobs 2.1 billion 2 over $2 billion lost just because of not having chips to push out their, their cars, right? And this is, they have extended this all the way to like March, April, and they have been shot since the middle of last year. So, but the companies that actually were able to figure it out have like robust supply chains inherently, like like Toyota, Right. They have a system. It's it's Toyota is a, is a Japanese company that runs on something called the Kairetsu, and what that is is, I'm, I'm going slightly in a tangent, but it's kind of interesting to notice that the Kairetsu. It's basically Toyota sits at the top of the chain, and many companies provide parts to Toyota. Right? You have the company that gives you the windshield, the company that may, gives you the chips, the company that gives you the flat screens in the Toyotas. The seats, leather, all there are so many raw goods that go into making a car a finished product. Toyota, the Kairitsu works such that they owe, Toyota, the big fish, owns a stake in all the small little fish. So they have their own supply chain as part of their existence. The small companies just provide to Toyota. So they kind of were able to figure out a way to bypass this whole chip shortage issue. When I was living with with Shicker in Arizona, was you know you, you're living with the boys, and everybody's working from home. 
you kind of want a game console, you know? You kind of want to play some yeah. card, you yeah. know what I mean? We wanted to do that, so we were like, oh my we God, actually FIFA, wanted to. Yeah. you know, yeah, we wanted to. Because we used to just sit and watch, we got this new TV, and we were just watching these, like, PlayStation 5, like, Sony was creating a lot of hype around it, right? These cool videos of what the latest engine is on these um, PlayStations, and we were like, oh my God, that is unreal, we need it. I mean, we didn't we didn't make the decision not to buy it because of um, supply issues. We made the decision so that we wouldn't be irresponsible and like you know, get out of our routines. But then, as the months sprung by, it was harder and harder to get access to that thing. Even secondhand was selling for more than original price. I was like, bro, this is stupid. <laughs> yeah, it was like five hundred bucks, and we were like, okay, this this is okay. I guess if we split and just not <laughs> just do you know ration our other resources, we can manage buying this. And then the next month is seven hundred, and today it's like thousand bucks. It's reselling for thousand bucks. There's actually a Twitter account which got like one two hundred thousand followers, and all it does is track PS fives and Xboxes in the country oh this location is getting ten thousand xboxes and there's a run and in a day it's sold out like it's it's crazy everything basically everything from home went crazy went bonkers your work from home your study from home your game from home so it's like even even imagine the amount of lost sales for sony and microsoft they have been hyping the next console for what seven years eight years when when did ps4 release like eight years or ten years back this is supposed to be the next console to go for the next 10 years and the launch was so soft because there's no supply because there's a chip shortage so uh, next time you use your ps5s your phones the laptops be thankful for those semis <laughs> yeah and uh so one question that you know people might think were People are people might be thinking is, wait, if there's suddenly a demand spike, why can't we just meet the supply? Like, why can't we just make more? Uh, it's not that easy. It's amongst the most complex technologies ever. And we'll talk more about it in our next episode because we like leaving people wanting more. So our next episode, real cliffhanger, just like, you know, those old Dragon Ball Z episodes where you're like, what, what, what? I need to know what's next. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it's not just one thing. It's like technology, the costs, geopolitical issues. It's a huge conversation. It's a huge topic, uh, which has gone all the way to the White House to, to kind of try and resolve this issue. On the next episode, we'll talk more about the supply side and, and how things are shaping up and why it's so hard to meet that demand. But, you know, maybe one takeaway is calm the fuck down, guys. <laughs> wait, wait a little bit for the next cons. You, you know, don't buy that thousand dollar. <laughs> bro, you can, nobody's you calling anybody out. Nobody's calling anybody out. This is you for the public. The you, same for no Tesla buyers. All right. <laughs> one day you decided I, I don't have a good enough monitor. OK, that's what he says. He has like a 20 inch monitor or whatever. And then he goes and buys like a thousand dollar monitor. And then he, he sells it in like a week because it was too good. <laughs> it was too bright. It was hurting his eyes. And I was like, what? Ever hear of brightness <laughs> settings? <laughs> hey, thanks so much for listening to our show this week. You could subscribe to us. And if you're feeling generous, well, you could even leave us a review. 
Trust me, it goes a long, long way. You could also follow THC at THC underscore pod on Twitter and LinkedIn. This is Things Have Changed. 